I had called out to God. I was in my laundry room and I said, God, why am I continuing this struggle? Like, why is this continuing to happen to me? And he said, you have to give up witchcraft. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed podcast and YouTube channel. I'm your host, Michaela Nikolenko, and I started this show after finally finding my home in Christ. I grew up in a home with lots of abuse and addiction where Christianity became something that repelled me. I spent my early adulthood seeking God in other religions, tarot cards, psychedelics, and even myself. I didn't realize how much hell I had pulled up into my life until I came face to face with the dark side of the spirit world and Jesus fought hard to save me. Now I live to serve his will and host a platform where others can share their story too. If you're looking for a show that talks about real things and provides encouragement for those who have been to the dark side and back, this is the show for you. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share this show with anyone that you feel might be encouraged by it too. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed family. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Raised and Redeemed podcast and YouTube channel. I'm your host, Michaela Nikolenko, and today I have on Ashley Cameron on TikTok. That is faith.family.freedom.xo. And Ashley was actually a New Age witch for around 30 years, so she has a lot of great insider info on the devil's kingdom and his deception. One of the main portals that we talk about of how he enters our lives is through trauma, and that's how it played out for Ashley. Witchcraft became one of the first things that began to make her feel like she had some sort of power or control over her life, and she lived that way for many years before Jesus finally called her home. Today, we talk about Reiki, Halloween, yoga, astrology, and all other things, teachings from demons that don't bring glory to the Lord. Ashley's main message is that Jesus wasn't about religion, but about loving everybody and just desiring a true relationship with us. She urges us to stay prayed up and not to be deceived. I just want to say really quick too that there's a lot of great ideas that Ashley shares here that I haven't personally looked into all of them myself and maybe you haven't either. So if anything isn't sitting right, be sure to do your own research, uh, pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit and seek your own discernment on some of these things too. So it's a lot of great ideas um, and if you're not sure what to think or how to feel about all of them, that's okay because none of us have all of the answers, but I do encourage you to pray about it. Without further ado, let's get on to the episode. Okay, well, good morning, Ashley. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So I love your story because you were were actually a new age witch for 30 years, almost 30 years, I think you said. So you have some amazing insider information on the devil's kingdom, his deception, and yeah, you just have a powerful message and uh, I guess you would call it an exhortation for people who are living that lifestyle to to step away from that. So I actually, I think I found you from a TikTok of you, you were running with a Bible yeah. and, <laughs> and you were, I think it said uh, me running to tell my witch friends about Jesus or when my witch friends tell me they're finally ready to hear about Jesus. So I love that so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today is just um, your years in the New Age. What led you into that? Um, I noticed somebody asked you a question that I'd love to talk about here, too. And that's uh, when you were in that, did you know that you were worshiping Satan? 
Um, that's that's a I feel like a great question to sort of start on is like what led you into the new age? So um, the the thing is with the devil is he's always looking for a way in and he's going to be using whatever he can, whether it be a trauma, whether it be an individual, whether it be a TV show, whether it be what you're eating. I mean, he has learned to weaponize everything that God has created um, for the good. So um, what I mean, it was kind of like a a accumulation of um, multiple things that happened within a very short time frame in my life. So um, when I was eight, I was in a severe car accident and lost consciousness. Um, And during that time, my mom had also gotten remarried. had a baby, a a male babysitter expose himself to us, me and my little sister. So the devil had gotten in very easily through using all these things. And, and then I had, after that, I had realized that um, I had become hypersexualized, like Mm -hmm. everything, you know, whether you, some people don't believe in in a succubus or incubus, but I did have one attached to me for up until this last year. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, he looks for all these, all these things to get in and we, we grew up going to church, but we didn't have a church home. You know, what was behind closed doors wasn't a church home. And I remember watching the craft as a Mm -hmm. kid and what really, really brought me in because I saw that I could have a little bit of control. Yeah. And when you are a child growing up in a abusive home, all you want is a little bit of control. And I remember watching the craft and thinking to myself, that's what I'm going to do. I'm this going to get control. Mm. And I would even just be in church, like just trying to like totally say the opposite of what, like, you know, I would be in there saying like, I invoke this, I invoke that or, you know, and it was all, and I didn't know what I was doing because I was a child. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just going off of what, I'm watching on TV, what's being exposed to me. And it just continued and continued and continued to grow uh, Mm -hmm. from there. And by the time I was in ninth grade, I had orchestrated um, my own book of shadows. I had recruited other other girls that um, were practicing. And, you know, by that time, um, our home had just become just a, a, a house full of abuse. And, um, you know, and I just, it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing from there, really. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about what the craft is? Like, I've seen the secret. I imagine maybe it's something similar to to that. So the craft, whenever, and whenever you take the word witchcraft, whenever you look at the etymology of the word witchcraft, which means to to divide. Mm. So everyone, everyone thinks that, oh, witches are ones on brooms casting spells. Satan was the first witch because he divided um, Adam and Eve and what God had given them. So he was the first witch and he has deceived so many into thinking that, oh, it's, it's not witchcraft or, or, um, you know, you can be a white witch or you can be Mm -hmm. a good witch. No, deception is deception. You're either one or the other. You're either going to be serving God or you're going to be unknowingly or knowingly serving Satan. And then um, the craft, when craft, it means to um, mold or or take something and, you know, you're crafting something. So really witchcraft means to divide and deceive. So, uh, you know, when whenever people are thinking, especially now, because witchcraft has been so glamorized mm-hmm. and it's everywhere you go, it's like, 
and even me when I was when I was doing it, I was like proud. It's like, oh, I'm the white witch. I'm the white yep. witch. You you're unknowingly serving Satan, whether you think that you are or not. And people say, well, that's not my intentions. It doesn't. He doesn't care about your intentions. Yeah, he it doesn't matter. Yes, he's using you to deceive others. You're just a pawn to him. He doesn't actually care what your intentions are because um, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So, um, yeah. So, (laughs) you know, that's really how it, it, um, I got brought into it. Um, When I was 19, I got married and had my first child and my first husband was Catholic. So I went through the rite of catechism, which is a whole nother, rabbit hole because the catholic church was actually is actually a a church that's built by satan himself so uh, and i was drawn to the rituals of that the catholics were doing and and the Mm -hmm. repetitiveness and um and this isn't to you know get into uh catholics because there are so many good uh catholics out there but um, the more and more we are finding out the truth, the more that we see that Catholicism is actually a form of Luciferianism in itself. So um, how did you come to realize that? What was the what was the indicator? Like, how did you how did you realize that was true? The symbolism. Whenever you whenever you become awake in a sense that you can see that 98 percent of everything that's going on and on the world is of, of Satan, yeah. um, you realize that he is just everywhere trying to plant seeds in everything that we do. So whenever uh, Christ, you know, said to build the church, the devil already started working on that. The devil's been building a church for so long. So we can't, we can't automatically think that he's not in there. The, uh, most of the churches that we know have pushed Um, many good people that believe in Jesus away because they have been corrupted by the enemy. Um, And it's not about a religion. It's about a relationship. Christ doesn't, you know, I'm all about like a religion seeks to control and divide people. And that's not the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus is going to be nothing but pure love and acceptance. Even if that brother or sister is doing something that goes against the word of God, we're still going to love them and we're still going to pray for them. And we're not going to condemn them, condemn them or judge them because we don't know what circumstances the devil is so smart. I mean, he's wise when, when God uh, created him, he, they, they say he was one of his favorite angels mm-hmm. and that he had the worship music and that he was beautiful and he was very wise and we think that, and this is another one of the devil's tactics, you think that he's a little red guy with horns walking around with a pitchfork. That's not the case. Yeah. And he's made us believe, just like the witches on the brooms, that's what he's, his tactic is to make us think, well, if I'm not um, participating in that, then it's, then it's not of the devil. Yeah. In reality, if it's not of God, and if it's not backed um, by the canonized Bible, then it is of the devil. And many people now want to get in and talk about the book of Enoch, the gospel of Thomas, um, which we're, we're, I mean, the book of Enoch is a very, very dangerous book. And there's a reason it wasn't canonized. There's a reason God didn't allow it to be in the Holy Bible. And that is because Mm. we're so corrupted. Men can be so corrupted. And we see, um, you know, especially with the new age, using crystals and and things like that, you know, heaven is described to have crystals and streets of gold and the fallen have used, of of course, what God has created 
um, and corrupted it and made us believe that we can use these tools and their forms of divination, which is, you know, completely against the word of God. God wants us to surrender to him and yeah. fully trust in everything that he's put forth in our lives. Yeah, that's so good. It's just like you said, too, about the church. Like, like of course, Satan takes everything that God has already created, and he tries to do the same thing, but he twists it and corrupts it. So, of course, he would have, you know, essentially a church of his own. And to use all these things, um, like you said, like the crystals and other things, we're seeking the same thing. Like all of us that are seeking God and seeking healing, we're seeking the same thing. But then there's just so much confusion of, of what's actually the right way to do it because there's so many demonic teachings out and about and even coming from, like you said, the church too. Um, the devil is, if you're confused, then that's not of God because God is clear and he is straightforward and it's actually so simple. Like he, I mean, he created us. And when you, when you really dive into scripture and you start comprehending it and you even look into the Hebrew and Greek and you break down the etymology all in the first word, the first sentence of the Bible, it talks about the beginning and the end. Mm. Um, you know, it, it talks about that when made in our image and that Christ was going to be crucified and that he would wear a crown of thorns and that he would be resurrected. Um, that's all in the first sentence of the Bible. When you mm -hmm. read it in Hebrew and you break down the etymology of each of those Hebrew words, it says it very clear. Um, we were designed to accept the love of Jesus Christ. We were designed to, um, to, to feel that and to, it, he gives it to us freely. It's so simple. Yeah. Uh, all of these other things, you know, like, oh, you got to cast a circle. You got to do some salt. You got to do these stones. You got to get pay for all these treatments, like pay for, I know you talk about Reiki a lot too, like ah. paying for these healing things. Um, you don't have to pay for Jesus or for an encounter with the Holy Spirit. He gives us that freely. Exactly. Reiki is such a big, big deception. And I mean, I'm so glad that I, I did Reiki. I did Reiki for two years. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of like I went to Costa Rica and I went there and I have always been someone that I call it the gift of prophecy now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, back in the day, I would have said like intuitive or psychic yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but I've always had this, this gift. Like I just had this feeling, I mean, and now I know that it was, uh, God trying to use me, but unfortunately I was corrupted by the devil at such a young age that yeah. he was using it. And I'll tell you, the devil gets into these young kids because he knows that once we turn to God we are a force to be reckoned with that there is going to be no stopping us that we're going to be shouting to the, to the world about God, about Jesus, and we're going to be exposing him. So that's why he gets into the, and people mm -hmm. say, Oh, well, how come God, God allow this to happen, you know, and all these terrible things to happen um, because God is choosing to use us. And mm -hmm. he had those things, had those things not happened to me, had I not, um, went through that whole process of being in the new age, I wouldn't have the knowledge about it that I do today to expose yeah. it. Um, and as unfortunate as my upbringing was, I'm grateful because now I have, I can be used by Jesus to reach all of these people who wouldn't normally, you know, so many people, even yoga, they're like, Oh, well, it's just stretching. It's not just stretching. Right. If it was stretching, you could just be stretching. You yeah. wouldn't have to, 
work on certain breathing and you wouldn't have to get into these. You don't just fall into a pose. You know, you have to put yourself into these poses. True. You have to consciously think about what breathing technique that you're doing. You could just lie there and stretch. I mean, I you could just, you know, stretch and, and breathe and play some music. You don't have to fully submerse into, um, you know, what the yoga and it, it's all spiritual. It's a it's a Hindu uh, form yeah. of spirituality. Yeah. And I mean, the devil continues to deceive us by thinking that, you know, yoga is good that, oh, well, you know, and especially with the Reiki, because so many Reiki practitioners like, oh, well, Jesus did laying of the hands. That's what Reiki is. No, it's not. It is absolutely not. Jesus was God in human form. He had the powers of God. He was laying hands. He wasn't going around saying, I'm going to do some Reiki. Oh, I can feel this. And oh, this yeah. in your chakra. I'm, I'm yeah. asking like. Where in the Bible does it say that Jesus did Reiki? This is a Japanese um, form of channeling demons. Mm. And what's when you don't look into the origins of what you're doing, you're going to continue to be deceived. Yeah. Wow. So that's actually a great question. On my last podcast, I was talking to another girl that was out of the new age. And we talked a little bit about yoga and Halloween and, and all these different things. And she was really focusing, too, on the origins that something can't be separated from its origins. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And actually, this will be the first year that I've not celebrated Halloween, which obviously used to be like one of my favorite um, holidays. And um, some people have asked me like, well, what about your kids? Kids are so smart. Kids are so smart. If you sit down, I sat down with my (laughs) five-year-old and I explained to her what Halloween was and she didn't want anything to do with it. I said, you know what? We can, you can, you can dress up as a princess and we'll go bowling. I'll buy you a bag of candy. We'll pray over it. And that's fine. And she was totally fine with it. And she says, if I see that devil, I'm going to kick him. You know, (laughs) understand because they were created to understand. We were all created to understand this. And we just continue to dumb them down thinking, well, like, oh, well, they're too little. Or what about Santa? And I've never, even as when I was in the occult, I never told my kids that there was Santa ever. And that's what the enemy wants us to do is they want us to start out by lying to our kids Mm. and creating this distrust in them. Um, Kids are, kids are perfectly capable of handling the truth. They're actually more capable of than us because they have indoctrinated the way that we have been indoctrinated. Hey, you guys, going to take a quick second here to tell you about Raised and Redeemed merch. I somehow end up in my bright pink Raised and Redeemed crew neck nearly every day because it's so comfy. And I love to tell the world that I have been raised and redeemed in Jesus's name. And wearing something that says that is a great conversation starter. Not only do we have crew necks, but we also have T-shirts, hoodies, cropped hoodies, mugs, stickers, socks, and more. You can either follow the link titled Raised and Redeemed Merch in the comment section of wherever you're listening, click the link in any of my social media bios, or go to raisedandredeemed.creator/spring.com, and that is raised and spelled out A-N-D, redeemed.creator/spring.com to order yours and support the show today. Okay. So yeah, you're in all of this. How were you saved out of it? Like, how did you know Jesus was Lord? (laughs) 
Okay, so I had been living in Canada for the last 15 years. I'm from the States, born and raised in the States. And I had been living in Canada the last 15 years. And, and Canada is one of those countries that they are really, really pushing to remove God out of um, everything. Um, you know, they're very, um, they do have an agenda and they've been working hard to remove God um, from that country, even though the, they are a country um, uh, under the monarch. But we know that the monarch isn't actually um, good. So mm -hmm. I had decided last year I was going to be moving back home. And I, I'm from Florida. So I moved back home and I had full intention of teaching yoga here. I was going to open up a Reiki practice here. And I kept, when I got pregnant with my fourth, I kept feeling um, God call to me, kept you know, trying to expose things to me. And I started picking up the Bible again. And I, I wasn't because I wasn't around people that mm. were God hearing. It was I was still, um, you know, lukewarm in my beliefs. So when I came to Florida, um, I was just driving by this church that's down the road for me. And I was like, you know what, I think I want to go there. I think I want to go to this church. And I went in and they, during worship, I just started crying and I knew that I was on the right path. Um, and then a few weeks later, I had um, something happen in my family and I had called out to God. I was in my laundry room and I said, God, why am I continuing the struggle? Like, why is this continuing to happen to me? And he said, you have to give up witchcraft. You mm -hmm. have to call on Jesus. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't denied myself. I hadn't really accepted Jesus. I actually spent most of my life mocking the story of Jesus. Like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like what is, what do we do when someone gets pregnant out of wedlock? Oh, we, 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 we say it's Jesus. And, you know, I just made fun of the whole mm -hmm. idea of, of the story of Jesus. And so I did right then and there, I burnt, all everything that I had, I started burning. I started renouncing it. I started at night. I started uh, casting out demons. I started rebuking them. I started anointing my home. I totally changed. I mean, I did a complete 180. And for a lot of people, it was really hard for them to understand. Yeah. Um, they were like, you know, like, oh, well, like you were this, but now yeah. you're this. That's you don't have to understand my walk. But yeah. I'm here now and this is, and, and I know the truth. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that happened in January of this year. In February, I got baptized. Wow. And, um, and now look at it's you go, like you've been rocking <laughs> it since then. Wow. I, yeah, I didn't wait. And I'm one of those people, like when I jump in, I'm going to jump in full force. Yeah. And I jumped right in, you know, now I serve um, with my church and I use my TikTok to only, um, promote Jesus and to expose the enemy. And when you see how simple it is to accept Jesus and that all of this is temporary um, and the, the beauty of the gospel, it's honestly just so I have people say to me all the time, like, Oh, there's something about your energy. I'm like, no, that's the Holy spirit. Yeah. That's the Holy spirit. Wow. That's not me. That's the Holy spirit in me. And, um, People can sense when you have the joy of the Lord and when you have received the fruits of the spirit, mm -hmm. um, they sense that and they're going to want to know like, why, how, you know, and that's a part of my testimony is, 
you know, whenever someone sees like how joyful I am and they want to know like, well, how, how did, how did this all happen? I'm like, well, clear your schedule. Cause it's going to be a little, a little bit of your time. But yeah. I mean, it's all about Jesus. Everything yeah. is all about Jesus. Um, and you know, it's one of the most, it's the most attacked forms of spirituality there is. Yep. And I don't like to say religions because Jesus is not a religion. Jesus was actually the complete opposite of a religious figure. Yeah. Um, it is the most attacked form of spirituality. And we're, what we're seeing now today is people just fleeing um, the churches or fleeing Christianity because they were uh, preached the prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. And they were just told, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, this is all going to be good. And God is going to be good to you. And you're not going to have any struggles. And God never said that. Right. And, and that's once again, people reading the Bible, but not comprehending. You can read and read and read yep. and not actually comprehend um, what's being said. This is temporary. Yeah. The flesh is temporary and eternal separation from God should be enough to make anyone want to seek him more. Yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine being eternally separated from God now. And I know that in the blink of an eye, our creator could just, we could yeah. just all cease to you know, um, we are here because yes, um, and we're we're here because he wants us to be here, and he can we continue to break his heart day after day after day. But yeah. the Bible tells us that his love and his mercies renew every single morning. So every morning we get a fresh start to try it and and go at it again. And right now we see such a, a spiritual war happening. Um, you know, the devil hates women he hates women especially because we can continue on god's creation mm. and so you see them trying to actually remove women they yeah you know the last 30 years they've tried to you know remove women from the home um, put them in the workforce to be a slave mm-hmm. to their bosses instead of yeah. attending their family we're seeing transhumanism where they're saying um you know oh well we're not going to need women anymore we can use these machines to uh you know they just did a lamb they grew a lamb fetus in a machine uh oh, we're not going to need women to birth we see the dec- the huge uh, decline on fertility um i mean the the devil is weaponizing everything he can stop continuing on God's creations because whenever we turn to Christ, we are called to be disciples Mm. and the more disciples we have, the more that uh, he's going to be exposed. So he's trying to get as many as he can um, away from Christ. And I mean, it's, it's definitely um, a sad time to see, especially when they start coming after the children. Um, but I mean, we already know the end of the story. We already know what happens in the end. And the more terrible things that happen, the closer we get to going home. And that's exactly how I feel. And I don't fear, like, I, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists or preppers or, yeah. I say, you know what, when God's ready to call me home, I'm going to be on the beach. I'm not even going to know what's going <laughs> on. I'm just going to be living my life every day without fear of what the enemy is doing. I'm not... Yep. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be wrapped up. And that's what he wants. He wants you to be wrapped up in this carrot over here. Like, oh, hey, hey, look at this new conspiracy theory. Oh, so-and-so yeah. did this. So-and-so. Because if you are divided and looking at these distractions, then you're not focused on Jesus. Exactly. That's so good. And there's so many things like I've thought of. I'm going to try to like remember. But for instance, last night I was watching Out of the Shadows with my husband. I finally got my husband to watch that documentary with me. 
Um, and it, it was a lot about just the the propaganda that's put in our media to, to make us think and feel certain ways about things. And um, he asked me, he's like, I wonder what all this, all this push towards, you know, transgenderism is like what their, what the overall agenda is with that. And I think, like you said, like Satan hates women and he's trying to get rid of women and because women carry on creation and, and family and yeah, God's design. And so that actually gives me an answer of something I was reflecting on last night of like, there's always an agenda, like whatever they're pushing in the media, it, it's for, it's for something. It's to desensitize us about something. Um, yeah. And it is easy to, when you're starting to figure these things out, these darker truths to, to get lost in that. So I like that you said too, that that's not the end of the story. The end of the story is that we know how this ends and that's, with yeah. Jesus, with Jesus's return. And so we don't have to be worried, but it is important to know the truth too. So I like that yeah. you know, we're talking about these things. Yes. And a lot of, and, and to, with the new age is uh, Christ consciousness, Christ is within Oh, everyone thinking that, Oh, Christ is just something in us. The relationship with Jesus is within us, mm-hmm. but to say that Christ was not a man who lived died and got out of that tomb hmm. then that's the that's that you're missing the whole point yeah. Be, because when when we deny ourselves and we say actually he was a, a, a real man he was born of a virgin he did die up on the cross he and 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 we know that the nails could he would have like fallen off of the cross it wasn't he he would physically would have not been able to withstand being on that cross for that long just by nails being through his hands mm. we know that it was the love that he had for us and and mm. knowing that he was paying for our sins that's what kept him up there um and to say that you know that oh well like christ is just within us yes christ lives the spirit of of christ and he says i will i will leave you with my spirit yeah the spirit of christ is within us but Jesus was a real man and he came yeah. and defeated every single sin that was uh, placed before him by the enemy. Um, so people miss that whole concept because they want to, be- they want, they want to believe in the, in, in the story of Christ. But for so many people, they're like, Oh, I can't believe that. I can't yeah. believe it. But the, the, the point of believing that that's the whole point is to believe it and deny that what we are and that God did that for us. I mean, it's all, I mean, he's the alpha and the omega. We already know how the story is written. And so many prophecies um, from the Bible are coming through. We're, see, we're coming true. We see it daily that all of these things are coming to fruition. Yeah. And I don't necessarily believe that like, we'll see it in our time because time is a human constraint. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, there, and, and it says, you know, um, a thousand days in on earth is one day in heaven. So time is a human constraint. Yeah. Um, I, whenever God is ready to call his people home, that's when it's going to happen. And a lot of people get right, especially on TikTok, you'll get, they'll get wrapped up in the rapture mm-hmm. and, you know, and, you know, rapture is a form of escapism. I'm not, I don't want to be raptured up. I'm staying here. I'm staying here and I'm going to shout to everyone 
about Jesus until he's ready to call me home. I'm not ready to be raptured up. I don't want to be raptured up. I want to stay here and I want to serve the Lord for as long as he wants me to, Um, you know, because everyone, because it's such a dark time and everyone's, you know, under so, so much spiritual warfare, they're tired, you know, they, they're tired and they just want a little bit of hope. And they're, instead of, um, you know, grasping on to the hope of a a life, eternal life in heaven with Jesus, they're grasping on to, oh, well, he's coming back and he's going to take me up before the tribulation. And (laughs) not sound doctrine. It's just not what Jesus wants us to do. He doesn't want us to sit around and be like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. Come and get me. Like, yeah, we're here for a you reason. Know, like, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't have put us here. Yeah, I mean, it's all temporary. The flesh is temporary. It's not going to last forever. And as long as I have this, you know, this flesh, I'm going to use it um, for the greater good and to promote Jesus. So, I mean, I'm not going to, ha- I usually can't even have a conversation without it being directed yeah. towards God. Um, so uh, that's just how it's going to be. I like what you said too, about the Christ consciousness thing and how people are like people who don't believe in Christ. They're like, yeah, but like he said, he was going to be alive in all of us, but you have to accept that Jesus was alive, that he was God in order to have that spirit in you. Otherwise you do have a spirit in you, but it's not the Holy spirit. Amen. Um, I mean, and the, the Bible, once again, talks about a false Jesus that will be idolized and that will be worshiped. And that's what we're seeing is this fake Jesus, which is, you know, the devil counterfeiting something to um, lure these people in who are lukewarm. I mean, it really, it's so simple. It Once you once you realize how simple it is and, you know, people call it the matrix or whatever you do, I mean, it's if you want to exit out and actually see everything for what it is, you deny yourself and you accept Jesus and your eyes will, will be open. I mean, this, this world belongs to Satan. He's the one, he's the one that's um, here calling the shots. I mean, God allows it because he is a loving God who believes that we have the free will to choose. Um, And he's given us, for thousands of years, he's given us the same word here. This is my word. Yeah. You know, this is me, you know, this is what I'm saying. It hasn't changed. Hey, you guys, if you're in a relationship and trying to figure out if he's the one, or maybe you're recently single and taking a step back to figure out how to best go about finding the one I have the ebook for you. Head over to the link in my bio or in the comment section from wherever you're listening to find my latest ebook, How to Know If He's the One. In this ebook, I share the worst of my relational mistakes and how Jesus finally showed me there was a better way. Gradually, he began to mend my heart, and I know he will do the same for you too. The thing that people say now is like, Oh, well, God communicates with us in all kinds of different ways. And sometimes he uses numbers and sometimes he uses this. No, God's very clear on, on how he's going to communicate with us. And then I'm, I'm going through my Bible. I'm like, I'm trying to find where it says, I'm going to let you see a number four, four, four to let you know that you're on the right track. It's not sound doctrine. Yeah. Just looking around and seeing just in my bedroom, seeing my dresser and seeing my ceiling fan, like that's all God. 
That's all things that he has placed and created. I don't need, I don't need to see a chain of numbers to know that, that God is speaking to me. Just me sitting here speaking to you, Mm. just my kids being in this house, just the roof over my head, just the sun rising every morning is the only proof that I need that God is speaking to me. So that every everyone is looking for a sign. And yeah. And worshiping creation rather than the creator. So I I looked at one of your TikToks and you you said something about like all the demonic teachings, including like aliens, Anunnaki, spirit guides, zodiacs, Nephilim, um, all the gods and goddesses, aka demons. Um, I feel yeah. like a big part of and there's there's two parts to this, but I feel like a big part of the problem is when you are seeking God in these in these things, or you're seeking, like you said, to know about your future or stuff like this in astrology or the the numbers, it's, it's, we're worshiping creation and not actually seeking the creator um, of that creation. And then you brought up earlier about the book of Enoch. And I love that you, you brought that up because yeah, I mean, I believe we serve a God that, that loves us so much and is, he's all powerful, right? Like he's not going to give us a book that's flawed. Like his, his living yeah. word is not going to be flawed. It's not going to be missing something. Um, and, and I know I fell into like the Gnostic gospels when I was new age. Like I, I think it was the gospel of Peter or something like this, that um, a lot of feminists really promote um, because it talks something about like Mary Magdalene. And, and I remember I got lost in that one. And then there was actually another like TikToker that is a Christian that reached out to me reached out to me the other day to tell me about the book of Enoch and how it was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls that had the Bible on it um, and how like we can trust the book of Enoch and the Bible, but not all the others. And I remember like feeling like a little confused by that because I'm like, wait, I've only like when I was super new age, I read all these other books. I had so many like self-help, healing, psychic, astrology, ancient wisdom. I had all these books and I was so deceived and I was so confused um, to where after that, when I was saved, the only book I felt safe with was my Bible. And so that's yeah. all that's all I read for like literally a year and a half. And I finally started getting other books like The Praying Wife and stuff like this, where I'm like now starting to to read some other Christian authors. Um, but I like that you brought up the book of Enoch because that did that was something where I'm like, wait, like a Christian that I like watch on TikTok and YouTube is telling me that the book of Enoch is OK, but. But yeah, we don't, we don't serve a God of confusion. He's going to give us everything we need in his word, the Bible. And that's where a lot of people are getting it twisted. They're thinking, well, oh, well, it it was removed. They removed Bibles or removed books from the Bible. You know, you can't man, man do this. God allows this. If God wanted the book of Enoch to be in the Holy Bible, it would be in the Holy Bible, but Mm -hmm. he didn't allow it because he knew that in the wrong hands, this information would be twisted and used as, uh, you know, just the way people are using it now. They're, they're thinking that they're reading the book of Enoch and that this is God's word and it's not God's word. Mm. Um, you know, t- these teachings aren't meant for us. It's, it's just another deception uh, for those looking, seeking something other than Jesus. Um, you just, if we keep our focus on Jesus you will not be distracted um, by any, you know, and the Bible says that when you flee, when you, when you flee from the devil, he will, he will actually, he will leave you alone. Mm -hmm. At some point, 
he will stop trying to get to you. And he doesn't, a lot of people think that the devil is like trying to come in and possess people. And he's not, he's too busy for that. He's not going to spend all of his time and all of his resources. He's got this whole world belongs to him. So he's going to try and use everything around you to distract you. He's going to yeah. try and use music. He's going to try and use your food. He's going to try and use your clothing. He's going to yeah. do do all of these things to try and get to you. He's not just going to sit. And that's another thing that, um, you know, the movies and the media has made us think that, oh, well, he's coming in. He's going to possess you. He ain't got time for that. He doesn't have time for that. He's not going to sit there and do that. He's going to use all of these little things that he knows that we're weak about mm-hmm. that he, you know, get in and, and infiltrate us. And a lot of the people are now, um, they, they want answers um, they, they want to know, you know, they need proof. We live, we, we need to know. I need to know. Not knowing is good. I mean, God created us to only see a certain amount of the light spectrum. He created us to only hear a certain amount of the frequencies. That's for a reason. There's a whole spiritual war going on in this world that we can't even see. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that there's angels here guiding every little foot, every little step that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we don't see these things for a reason, because God doesn't want us to see them, but the devil wants you to think that you can see. And, and, you know, just like in the, in the garden, he want he said, you know, if you eat this fruit, you're going to be like God, you're going to have this knowledge, you're going to have this. And that's where we are today. I mean, it's all the same. It's been going over and over. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. All of these uh, actually, we're actually so dumbed down now. The devil is probably, it's so easy for him because we are so, we're such a, um, a, a society who is so like this, you know, yeah. and our phone scroll, scroll. Next thing you know, you've spent like $300 on Amazon. You've got, you know, an appointment to go get, you know, all Botox and this and, you know, corrupting your body, corrupting your mind, we're drinking, we're smoking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone now is talking about like, oh, because um, smoking weed has become, you know, it's become so widely accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly, and I was someone who used to smoke all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, God gave us uh, this, this plant to help us. There's so many medicinal purposes to marijuana but when it starts becoming just like alcohol when it starts becoming just freely you can just go and get it like that it's mm-hmm. becoming weaponized and it's becoming it what they want us to stay disconnected they want us to stay numb they don't want us actually doing the real healing work mm-hmm. that is required um it's yeah. just like oh well i'm just gonna smoke this and i'll feel better i'm just gonna drink this i'll feel better i'm just gonna buy this i'm gonna feel better and it's all just temporary satisfaction of the flesh and nothing to do with satisfying your spirit um and it's really i mean we just we see so much everything, uh, mental health. I was watching a TikTok. They were interviewing, a, a guy was interviewing, an evangelist was interviewing a witch. And he asked her about, you know, what is your mental health? And she's like, oh, I've been diagnosed with this. I've been diagnosed with that. I have this, I have this, I have that. And she's going through all of these mental disorders that she has, not realizing that those are tied with the practices that she is actively doing and it's keeping her chained um, as a slave to Satan because she's unknowingly serving him. Uh, And, you know, he's going to continue to weaponize 
everything that we do. It's so important. And I've talked about food and praying over your food, always praying over your food. I don't care what it is. I mean, like I have the means to provide my family with good whole food for the most part, but a lot of people don't have, they can't, you know, they're like scrounging just to get like the $2 cheeseburgers. And although it's not good for them, if you know, you still have to give gratitude to God for that cheeseburger and you have to pray over it and remove any curse the enemy has placed on it um, and bless it. And you don't know who's preparing your food. If you're making your food and you're now not in a grateful mindset, giving thanks and praise to God, if you're sitting there going over, Oh, thinking about what this person said or what this person did, and you're putting that into your food, then you're going to be consuming that. So, and same with anyone that's preparing your food, you don't know the, the chef or the cooks or, that are handling your food, what yeah. mindset they're in or what, what they believe in. So it's so important. To, I mean, to pray without ceasing, seriously, yeah. just keep praying and keep your conversation with God open all day. Like everyone thinks that you have to be like this praying, yeah. you know, on your knees at the end of your bed, praying. No prayers. I mean, if you're driving in your car, you're listening to your worship music, you're talking to God and you're, he, he, he does it. Prayer is for us. It's not for God. It's for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, That's you good. know, so if you're keeping your conversation with him going all day long, like then you're not, you're not going to have these moments where, you know, you're thinking if you, if you're focused on God, then you can't be distracted by something else. And when you do become distracted by it, God will have given you the tools and the strength to overcome whatever it is you're going through. Is powers the power of prayer is just is just so unbelievable. Even you know praying before we before we started today, your prayer was so beautiful, and to to ask that God uses us um, because the enemy's going to sneak in there. Mm-hmm. He's sneak in there, and even like on my TikToks, you know he these these people are going to be there trying to. And even I've had moments where I've second guessed like. Am I? Am I wrong? And I'm like, no, you're (laughs) You're absolutely not wrong. Yep. The Um, doubt, the confusion. Once again, that's not God's voice. Exactly. So, um, and and the more, and actually, I mean, it's the journey now has been so much easier because I've fully submitted. You know, I just, I'm not worried, and I'm not worried about you know, if this bill is going to get paid, I'm not worried about that meal. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about my kids because I pray over them and I trust that God is whatever he's going to do, he's going to do. And, you know, if we just realize that we don't have control, that we're not in control, um, it's so much easier. Yeah. You you can surrender to that. Yes. It's and people sometimes mistake that as you don't care. Mm -hmm. No, I care a lot. I care so much. But worry is the work of the devil. Yeah, because they feed on fear. Demons feed on fear. Yes. So, you know, part of that when I was doing Reiki is like, you know, energy and vibrations. Of course, there's any energy and vibrations. God created all of that. And, you know, we talk about low things that are low. So fear, jealousy, anger, and the highest form of love that you can have is the love of Jesus Christ because he loved everyone. He honestly, it wasn't, there was no judgment. He was walking around today. He'd be the one at the strip club telling the girl to get down, like come to me. 
something. Let me save you. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people are, oh yeah, well I go to the bar. I'm with. I walk with Christ. I'm going to. The, yeah, but you had ten shots. You yeah. Didn't go to the, you didn't go to the bar and have water. Yeah. And, and try, you know, because I've gone out with my my girlfriends and um, someone's offered to buy me a drink. I'm like, no, I'm good. You know, I I drink while I'm just having water or whatever. And yeah. they're like, oh, well, why don't you drink? And I'm like, well, it's just for spiritual reasons. Just like when someone asks me why I don't do yoga. And they're like, and I say, I don't do yoga for spiritual reasons. And then they want to, and when, so, when you say spiritual, people don't associate it with Jesus. Yeah. Because they associate Jesus as a religion yep. instead yep. of a form of spirituality. And it's the complete opposite. Like, and when you read in the gospel about how Jesus approached religious leaders and how he handled these, these men in these temples. Um, Jesus was pretty much anti-religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love God and love each other. Yeah. You know, those, those are, that those are pretty much the, the basics. You know, religion is to, meant to divide us and control us. Um, and that's not a God. Our God is not someone of, um, division and he's not seeking to control us. He gave us free will. You know, he wants us to come to him on our mm-hmm. own accord, right? That's what I love too about how you talk to people that have questions on your TikTok. Like you're very like loving and accepting. It seems like you have a lot of like new age kind of people that have these questions. Um and just the way that you respond to them and engage with them with with no condemnation. I just I love that so much. And something I believe too is like, they're on a quest for truth. Like I know that when I was in that world and I'm sure you can relate too, it's like, you're looking for truth. You're looking for truth and you will eventually find it if you keep seeking. And that truth is Jesus. Yeah. It's all about Jesus. It's really, everything is about Jesus. It is like, and once you see that, like, I mean, and I know a lot of people are out they're talking about Kanye and I don't like to get into like what all the media is wanting yeah. us to just distract us about, but I mean, he's speaking a lot of truth and yeah. what he's saying that, uh, and you know, um, when he's talking about Jesus and the fact that the music industry does not let you say yep. Jesus in your music. I mean, he, we know that Satan has programmed us. And, and when you're listening to this music and all of a sudden you want to go to the bar and then you want to do this, yes. you want to do that, you know, um, you know, he's exposing that. And I think it's really good. I, I don't think that people should just be getting wrapped up in debating about like what Kanye West Everything is doing. Everything he's saying, yeah. Yes, because it's once again a distraction. Mm-hmm. I think we should continue to pray for him. I think that God is definitely using him. And, um, you know, people are calling him crazy. Well, they, they can call me. I'm going to, I like to be called crazy these days. It's like a compliment (laughs) when someone says you're crazy, you know, like, like, okay, well, thanks. Like, you know, I'll, I'll take it because I know the truth. And if you think the truth is crazy, well, it is actually, it is. The truth is kind of crazy. 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 Like you said, it's good. I I love to you shared a TikTok the other day about this little girl at the park who was like with the slingshot and (laughs) and I don't know what she she said she was gonna like fight off monsters or something and you ghosts and you told her right away you're like you don't need that slingshot you just need Jesus and I'm like I'm so inspired by that because I do feel myself like reserved sometimes because I don't want to I don't want to overstep or 
I don't know, like it's still, it's something I'm still developing in myself um, to be able to speak up as much as I want to, but to speak up with, with love, because I feel like when I first came out of the new age, I was so scared by the things that I let into my life that I just had this sense of urgency in everybody that I talked to. Like, I remember telling my new age friends, like I saw a demon and like, this is real and we have to protect ourselves. And they like met me with such scrutiny. Like they didn't believe Satan was real or that demons were real or any of this stuff. They didn't believe in Jesus. They just thought I was like, I had lost it. And I know like sometimes that like sense of urgency can, can freak people out and mess up the message that you're trying to share. So that's something that I admire about you is like your love and your gentleness and just, yeah, how you genuinely feel. It's like you said, like people will recognize the fruits and want more of it. At the end of the day, like I'm really grateful that God has chosen to use me um, in this way. And sometimes it's heavy. You know, I like, I went on a, a, I like to went off TikTok for like 40 days. It was going to be like five days and then that turned into 10 days and then it turned into 15. And then I found myself like not wanting to even be on TikTok. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. like completely off of it. And I know that's not what God wants for me. I know that he wants to continue to use me. And because that's really my only platform, like I don't have any other social media. um, I said, okay, Ash, like you have to get back on there. Like you have, you have a message to share. You have people to talk to. you know, don't, don't get discouraged or overwhelmed. Um, that's what the devil wants you to feel. Yeah. What's so your, I, what's your at handle? So the listeners know. Oh, uh, faith.family.freedom.xo. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, if anyone has questions, like, please contact me, tag me. Um, I don't mind at all mm-hmm. going more in depth with it. Um, but it's really, really important that one, we stay prayed up Two, we cover ourselves in the blood of Christ every single day. You, you just continue to walk with Christ and, and talk about the gospel. It's the power of the gospel is just absolutely amazing. It's for everyone. It mm-hmm. is for everyone. There's um, so much beautiful parables in there that, that just everyone, I mean, one of my favorite says, sayings is God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Mm. And that's exactly what he, he he's done with me and so many other, um, another, uh, another um, person who is really good is ex psychic saved who is on. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I follow her. Jen is amazing. She's got so much knowledge. Um, and she's all about Jesus. And so many um, ex-occultists, New Agers, also Mustard Seed Hannah is another one. She was raised um, as a Luc- in a Luciferian home. And she's got so much biblical knowledge and knowledge of um, all of these New Age practices that are, that are around. So I would definitely recommend people following um, them as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you. And then the last piece of, uh, or the last question I have for you is just what would be your advice to somebody who I would say, like, go back to your old self before you finally surrendered to Jesus, somebody who's in that place, um, seeking healing, seeking truth, but still like struggling to, to, to let go of the witchcraft. 
What would be your um, I don't, you know, that's so hard because everyone's walk is so different. That's um, um, if God has brought you to it, he's going to see you through it. You know, if he's brought you to those circumstances, he's on the other side of it. He's not going, he's never going to leave you. And if you call out to him, the biggest thing is if you actually call out to God in a very vulnerable state in your life and ask him to reveal himself to you, he will. And it's mm -hmm. always going to be about Jesus. He's always going to say, you have to follow Christ mm -hmm. um, and don't be deceived so much deception just don't be deceived um Amen. and that would probably be it oh that's so good thank you so much ashley You're welcome. god bless you michaela god bless you that's all i have for you today thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this show i'd love to have you leave a review share it with a friend and even connect with me on other platforms it's at michaela nicolenko on instagram and tiktok and we also have an at Raised and Redeemed Instagram account too. I look forward to connecting with you there. Until next time, stay well and God bless you.